today I want us to talk about the power of love. Jesus gives this new commandment. He says, love one another in the same way I loved you. Love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples. They will see the love you have for each other. I am the youngest of four sisters, and I grew up in a very happy, loving family. And it wasn't really until I was a teenager that we hit a major crossroads in our lives. Overnight, it appeared that everything that I had trusted, that I'd sort of put my security in, that I'd really thought was to be trusted, seemed to disintegrate. My father, who I loved very much, disappeared without warning, leaving my mother to raise four daughters, and she got very sick. We lost our family home, our possessions, we moved schools, and because of our financial circumstances, we were never able to live under the same roof altogether again. And I suppose for me, I hit rock bottom, what I thought was rock bottom. And I remember thinking, what, what is the point of all this? What is the purpose of all this? And one afternoon, I went to visit my mum in hospital after school, and I got talking to her, and we, we were talking about purpose and Christianity. And I remember saying to her, you know, Christians are so weak, they're so miserable, you know, they're just all about rules and judgment. And, and for some reason, she just said, oh, Sarah, don't give up, but please, she begged me to find a church, some church, to go to. And I would have done anything for her at that time. So pretty terrified, I arrived at HTB. And uh, I didn't really want to come, but I'd promised her that I would. And what I didn't expect to encounter was the amazing love from the people I met. It sounds odd, but I spent a lot of time just staring at people's eyes. They were so twinkly. They had this life. They had this, they had something that I knew I didn't have. And it was so attractive. It was, it, it was such love. And I very quickly came on the Alpha course and week after week, I'd hear more about this Jesus and how you could have a relationship with him and then how you could be filled with his spirit. And I was desperate to have this relationship. I wanted to encounter what they were talking about. And I'll never forget the first time I was prayed for to be filled with the Spirit. It felt as if Jesus himself had stepped right into my pit, right into my emotional lockdown, my brokenness. He met me right where I was at with a love that I had never experienced. It felt like just liquid love filling me. And in an instant, I knew I was valued. I knew I was loved. And I didn't know what the purpose was, but I knew that there was a purpose to my life. I encountered two things coming here. The first was I encountered unbelievable love from people, interest, non-judgmental, listening to my questions week after week. But I also encountered the power of the Holy Spirit. And it took me a while to realize those two are inextricably linked. 
The Holy Spirit is the power of God's love. And you know, each one of us, even during this time of uncertainty with COVID, if you're like me, anxiety is never close from the surface. It's never far from the surface. We can ask that Holy Spirit to fill us with that love that gives us resilience, that gives us courage, that gives us hope. Pentecost was the moment, the explosive moment in the New Testament where the Holy Spirit comes in a completely new way. The disciples had been promised by Jesus that he was going to send them a helper. They didn't know what this helper was going to look like. They had, I bet they had no idea what was about to happen. And here they are in Jerusalem, huddled in the upper room in the city, waiting. And in Acts 2, the power of God comes like a strong wind, a gale force. Nobody knew where it came from. It filled the whole building like a wildfire. The Holy Spirit spread through their ranks. And after this powerful encounter, they were never going to be the same people again. They encountered the power of God's love and it transformed their hearts, it transformed their community and it transformed society. And a little bit later in Acts, we see the result of this love. Acts 2.44, all those wonders and signs were done, but all the believers lived in wonderful harmony, holding everything in common. They sold whatever they owned. They pooled their resources so that each person's need was met and every day their numbers grew. The amazing result of this loving community was that there was no one in need, no one hungry, no one who didn't have clothes. There was a seat at the table for everyone to belong like a family. And those seats were being added daily as their numbers grew. On the day of Pentecost, they experienced that love. Throughout the centuries, the church has experienced that love. And over the last six months, we have witnessed an extraordinary way that the love of God is being poured out in a fresh way across our nation through Love Your Neighbor. As Nikki said six months ago when lockdown was a new word for us and we were all confined to our homes, he asked Tom, my husband and I, if we would head up the social response for HTB. And we looked at our congregation, at our community, and we thought, how are those who are most vulnerable going to feed themselves? How are they going to get their medication? How are those who live by themselves not going to feel totally isolated at this time? And through the help and the generosity, we raised as much money in one week. And we put in the largest bulk buy of food we possibly could because we couldn't get food at the supermarket shelves. And I remember it was a Thursday morning when this massive delivery arrived in the car park of food. And I think we slightly thought, oh, is it needed? What are we going to do with it? And only a couple of hours later on that day, we got this phone call from our church on Delgano Estate saying their COVID, COVID-19 had hit their food bank and they were forced to close. 80 families were in need of food packs. Could we help? And we were able that day to send them down to be delivered to their doors. You know, week by week, the need has grown, it's got larger. And it's been astonishing seeing how 
We've worked with 20 partners across the city, delivering them bulk food for them to be able to distribute on their estates, in their homes, in their streets, in their communities. We've worked with over 50 pharmacies. Volunteers have gone every day to deliver medications for them to help them out. During the height of the pandemic, the NHS Trust approached us and said, can you help our frontline NHS workers in the hospital? The eateries had closed nearby. They weren't able to get out on the wards to get food. So we partnered with local schools to open their kitchens and delivered over 12,000 hot meals every day to the NHS workers in three of our key hospitals in the city. Hundreds of volunteers working with GP surgeries to support those who are suffering with mental health issues at the time. Working with the homeless, working with traffic victims, doing everything to love our neighbour in this great city. But very quickly, our wonderful HDB network of churches started calling and saying, we want to serve our city. We want to be on the front line. We've got volunteers. We've got time. We've got resource. And very quickly, the church turned inside out. And we saw church happening in our homes online like never before. And these iconic buildings being used to serve the poor. And there are just some photos around the country of, of how these food hubs have started. And then we have been utterly humbled by the way that the wider church has got on board, working shoulder to shoulder to fight the social injustice that COVID-19 has brought, working with the Pentecostals, the Catholics, the Baptists, Soul Survivor, New Wine, Assemblies of God, Salvation Army, you name it, all denominations coming together to unite under the love of Jesus to love our neighbor and to serve those on the margins. And we are committed that no one on our watch will go without. No one needs to go hungry in our nation. And we're working with the food supply chain to get food, good food that would go into landfill or incineration to those who are starving in our nation. And the infrastructure of the church means that we can reach everyone within walking distance in our nation if we do it together. We want to not only give a hand out, we want to give a hand up. And that's why we are working with organizations for this next phase, because we know the economic bite is coming. We want to help people back into employment back on, the, on top of their finances through CAP and through Crosslight, working with Spear to retrain people into work. And on uh, Monday, we had a call with 52 of the, of the national hub leaders. And one of them in Nottingham said this. We got a call on Friday from the social services about a father who had just heard from a court hearing that he'd been cleared to be reunited with his two children, aged two and three, out of foster care. But social services weren't able to authorize this, even though the court had granted permission, because he didn't have beds for them to sleep in. What kind of situation do we have in our nation where families are separated because they can't afford furniture? And yet this church in Nottingham with the support of the social worker, we swung into action and delivered two beds to his own in order that he could be reunited with his children, which he was on Friday evening. 
They said this, it was such an encouragement for us as a team, but even more, it was a demonstration of God's love. And this is just one of thousands of stories of what God is doing up and down our country. I heard of a story yesterday of somebody who had agoraphobia and hasn't been out of their house since December. And yet through the Love Your Neighbor team, they took their first step outside with the support of volunteers. The power of God's love is unstoppable. COVID cannot stop it. Nothing can stop it. And you and I are dealers in hope. And it's a moment to make the church famous for Jesus' love. So let's be full of the Spirit of God. And let's love our neighbors like never before. Amen.